the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I knew Gallagher was afraid of the Browns on Christmas Day, but I didn't think he'd go so far as to encourage the NFL to put a dozen Browns on the COVID list. Congressman Gallagher, you know, they'll be off the COVID list by Christmas Day. It's not going to save you. Well, here we actually agree, Hugh, because the NFL's COVID protocols, as the great Aaron Rodgers uh, very controversially illustrated in his own life, make absolutely no sense uh, and are doing enormous damage to the product that we see on the field, as are the uh, geriatric referees that we see every week wreaking havoc on the product on the field. I don't understand why we can't just fully automate the refereeing and install sensors throughout the stadium, on the ground, use people in the booth and get rid of all this subjectivity that every single week seems to turn a few games here or there. So we actually are aligned on this, Hugh. I just well, have we to are. Say one Let's thing. pause for a moment. The COVID protocols. Yesterday, the Browns put eight people on. Baker Mayfield's going to get myrtleized because two tackles are out. Wyatt Teller is out. Uh, two of his tight ends out of three are out. Uh, and Kareem Hunt is injured. Now, that's not a COVID injury. That's an actual football injury, and Conklin's a football injury. But I don't think these guys are sick, Mike. I think it's the breakthrough variants, which are, don't make you sick. What, what is wrong? This is a, you know, I pay for these tickets. I buy these season tickets. This is not NFL football. Well, just look at the, if you've been to a game this year, I've been to three Packers games this year. They're letting 85,000 fans go in the stadium with no masks next to each other, screaming, yelling, drinking massive quantities of beer. So clearly they're not worried about the health of the fans that they're profiting off of every single game. The contradiction is absurd. Uh, So it makes absolutely no sense. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, when, when the controversy broke, put it out that he, because he was unvaccinated, and by the way, I'm vaccinated, so this isn't like an anti-vax thing before everyone freaks out. Um, he has to sit there in his car every morning waiting for his test results to come back. Meanwhile, a vaccinated player takes the test and goes into the facility in the building and could still be positive while he's having breakfast and interacting with everybody. So there's all sorts of contradictions. It makes no sense, Hugh. But uh, I just hope that we can uh, enjoy Christmas Day by watching the Packers Here's destroy the, the Browns. You've springboarded. Yesterday, 99 Tories deserted Boris Johnson in Great Britain in an attempt to reimpose strict COVID protocols. I believe that free peoples are now at this position. I'd like to know your, your comment on this. We know what the deal is. We know that COVID can kill people who are old and infirm, people my age and older who have an underlying condition. We, You and I agree. Get vaccinated. Get the second shot. I've got a booster because I'm 65, and I think everyone ought to get a booster. 
But then I will make my own decision. I'm going to fly to Minnesota tonight in order to uh, moderate a debate among GOP gubernatorial hopefuls. And a free people can make up their own doggone minds. And NFL players who are not playing in contract years. You know, Baker's out there playing with one leg and one hand because he's in a contract year. And if they put him on the bench, it's going to cost him millions of dollars and it's going to tick off fans everywhere. What is wrong with America that we've lost this idea that adults, once we are informed, I was all for all this stuff last year, 15 days to slow the, you know, slow the spread. This is now nuts. We've officially passed into nuts land. Well, at some point along the way, we seem to accept this idea that it is the role of the federal government to remove all risk from our lives. And that is simply not the case. That is not how a free people can possibly live. And at the end of the day, as you said, Hugh, everybody has to step up, take charge of their own health and make decisions that are best for themselves or their family. And I get it. My, when this first happened, when this started two years ago, my wife was pregnant with our first child. You combine that with the fact that we there was so little we knew about the virus back then. We were very risk averse on the front end. We were very risk averse. Now we're at a point, my wife and I are both vaccinated, where our strategy is basically vax and relax. And we want to live our lives. Uh, we feel like we can make intelligent decisions for ourselves, for our baby daughter, uh, for our family. And it's not the role of the government to tell us whether we can celebrate Thanksgiving or Christmas with our loved ones, uh, or whether we can go uh, watch a Packers game on Christmas Day. By the way, uh, the negotiations with my wife, Hugh, about being able to go watch the Browns on Christmas Day are not going very well. I regret to inform you. So oh, we have a I problem. I may have to prioritize. We have a problem. I may have to prioritize it's, family on, the, on December 20th. In the Hewitt family, the tradition is gifts, uh, movie, dinner. That's the tradition. That, unfortunately, will not work this year because the Browns will be beating the Packers at 4.30 Eastern. So now we have to do gifts, movie, Browns game, dinner. And that is not going over with the non-Browns fan, the fetching Mrs. Hewitt, who has raised up two Browns fans along with me. This is not flying. And so this is this is true. I don't know how you've negotiated the last years of marriage because this is the first major split on a holiday we've had since we've been married 39 years ago. Well, we only have two years compared to your 39. So uh, this is probably the first major split uh, we're confronting. So we're working through it. Luckily, I've adopted the position that my wife is always right, uh, and that seems to be a wise Mike Gallagher, strategy. I was going to give you the real answer, which is she's right. If you want to get to 39, whatever you say, dear, after you've made your best case two or three times. That's, I, that, this is the advice I'm getting from my friends who've been married for a long time. Hugh, if I could go back to your point about um, health care very quickly. I think the Please. same thing applies more, bro more broadly to our entire healthcare system. We have a system that's evolved to a point where it largely treats illness as opposed to keeping people healthy. And so much of what we need to do is get upstream of uh, that healthcare problem and incentivize people to take charge of their own health. 
uh, and to do preventive medicine and have a system that rewards hospitals and, and physicians for keeping people out of the healthcare system as opposed to just the expensive illness treatment system we have right now. But the fact is, America is not uh, headed in that direction. The numbers of obesity are on the rise. And if anything, the last two years should have been a time to step back and reflect on all the things we can do to live healthier lives. Uh, but Mike, can I talk to you about this? Uh, I'm a perfect example. I was fit for 30 years, then I was fat for 30 years, and now I'm fit again. Because what else is there to do during a COVID except walk and trundle along? So I've lost 40 pounds. So the question becomes, what happens at 30? Kids happen at 30. You stop running. You stop, maybe, you'll find this out soon. There's no more time to do what you've been doing to stay in good shape. And I, I, I know you were previously the fastest man in Congress, and you're slowing down with age. And, and I think Cotton won this year, right? But in any event. No. No. I, okay. Two in a row. Is that two in a row? That's uh, that's four in a row, Hugh. So oh, four in a row? You, see, you should let civilians run in that. You should let commentators run, and then you'd be dust. What's your best marathon time? Uh, it's very slow, Hugh. Uh, okay, 312. I, short distances. <laughs> Call me when you're at 312, and then we'll talk. In any event, when I was your age. But now you're going to get fat because you got to chase that toddler. How do you change that dynamic? Well, I think one thing we can do is look at all the ways in which the federal government is subsidizing things that are bad for us, whether it's sugar or, or, or other things. Um, I think uh, there's some interesting things that have been done with Medicare Advantage, with the Silver Spurs program, for, Silver Shoes program for older Americans and incentivizing them to get into the gym and get active. But I think it's mostly a cultural thing. Uh, it's why I'm actually very excited about the way in which the media landscape is changing and you're seeing younger men in particular gravitating towards things like uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, Jocko Willing's podcast, a lot of things that talk about fitness, jujitsu, getting out there, getting active, lifting weights. Um, it's absolutely essential, particularly as we're spending more of our day glued to our screen. It's more important than ever for kids to get out there and get active and develop that healthy lifestyle. Um, yeah, 5K is not really exercise. I want to point that out. Congressman, i got to talk to you about Build Back Better before we run out of time. Actually, I'm going to talk to you about the Chinese. Uh, do you know who Wang Huning is, the chief theorist of the Chinese Communist Party? I read that long-form piece uh, last month about the impact of his academic work on uh, Xi Jinping. So I'm okay. loosely familiar with it. Okay, so the Palladium piece, I'm calling attention to it in a column, which will be in the Post today. It seems to me that the search for core values explains a lot that he is after explains a lot of what Xi is up to. How do we influence them to understand it can't be Leninist Marxist theory that will collapse? Uh, you're talking about how do we convince the members of the Chinese Communist Party or the, or the Chinese people here? The Chinese uh, Communist if, Party. Well, if it's the former, I, I think it's going to be very difficult to convince Xi and his small cadre of true believers because I think we underestimate the extent to which they are committed uh, Leninists. This is a point that Matt Pottinger, David Fife, and others have made uh, repeatedly. And ultimately, they believe, having studied extensively the ways in which the Soviet Union went wrong and failed, they believe they've learned from those mistakes and perfected that Leninist model and now are using technology to perfect totalitarianism. And so ultimately, I think our long-term strategy needs to involve on some level driving a wedge between the party, and granted the party has 80 million members, that has more members than Germany has citizens, but the core party and the Chinese people. 
because the Chinese people, in many ways, I believe over the long term, are our allies. The Chinese people are the biggest victims of the repression of the party. Uh, and ultimately, I do think this model, if we hold firm, if we stay strong, if we merely defend the borders of the free world right now, and foremost among those are the borders of Taiwan. Ours is a defensive strategy. We're not trying to take territory or upend the status quo. We're trying to defend it. If we do that, I believe over the long term, their model will collapse. But it does count on us returning, and I say returning because I think we're, we've abandoned it, to the model of freedom and responsibility, individual responsibility and subsidiarity here in America. We're actually moving in some ways towards a CCP light model where we want the federal government to do everything for us, to end where we began, Hugh. If we go further down that path, we will actually defeat ourselves. We will become the very thing we are trying to defeat. And that's really what concerns me over the long term. It well put. We'll come back to this because I do believe there's an opportunity to persuade Wang, Mr. Wang, that their road will not work. Last quick question. Have you heard from Ron Johnson yet whether he's running in 2022? Uh, I have not. Uh, I suspect he will run uh, and I will be fully supportive of him running. I know and that. He's going to win, by that. the way. The Democrats are going to nominate a crazy progressive that is out of step with the common sense values that Wisconsinites hold dear. I can guarantee you that, Hugh. I know that, but but I'm hoping that, that the senator is just freezing the field so you can go there, go to the Senate. We can find a new member of the David Dreyer chair, which has been held by Tom Cotton, John Campbell, Mike Pompeo, and now Mike Gallagher. The previous men held some rational views on football. Congressman Gallagher doesn't. Good to see you, Congressman. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. One of the ugly little details hidden in the House version of the Build Back Better plan is a scheme to raid the Roth IRAs of wealthy individuals who have accumulated a lot of assets in their accounts. The basic premise of a Roth is you pay taxes on the money up front, and then you don't have to pay taxes on it later. Of course, that depends on trusting the government, and that trust is about to get strained. Leaked private IRS information shows that some wealthy individuals, notably tech investor Peter Thiel, have been building large balances in their IRAs. Mark my words, if the law is changed to allow the government to raid these Roth accounts, they won't stop there. Once the principle is established that these accounts are subject to after-the-fact government expropriation, the asset grabbers will work their way down the income ladder. Leave the Roth IRAs alone. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.